0: Today's New Testament reading is the Epistle to the Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Look carefully, then, how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband this is the word of the lord for today's meditation on god's word we welcome pastor greg Truy
1: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen christ jesus loves you he gave his life to have you he humbled Himself took on human flesh, humbled himself under the law, even submitting to the wages of sin and being hung on a cross in order that you would be forgiven and live eternally with him in the new creation. That's how Jesus loves you. He died for you and daily because of his death offers you the forgiveness of sins and every other blessing of heaven freely as a gift. Christ Jesus came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. You are blessed simply to receive it with thanksgiving. In this way, Christ is the head and the church is his body, receiving that which he desires to give to us. And this is no burden, at least not for us. To be sure, it was burdensome for Jesus to be stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted for our sins, to suffer in our place and to bear upon himself the iniquity of us all. But it is no burden for us to simply be given forgiveness freely for his sake and to be loved perfectly and without measure and to receive every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places and to receive this all freely on account of Christ. His is the burden, ours is the blessing. For it is no burden to have the Spirit shower upon us the love of God in Christ Jesus, What a wondrous blessing it is to be the church, the beloved bride of Christ. And what is more is that this love of Christ being poured out upon us as we his bride receive grace upon grace is that which is at work in a husband and wife who together live in a manner worthy of the calling to which they've been called and submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. In fact, apart from Christ's love for the church having been revealed to us, we would not know what it means to be a husband, nor would we have the joy of a wife who is blessed to receive the love of a husband. St. Paul concludes this familiar section of Ephesians, in which he beautifully describes the husband who should love his wife as Christ loves the church, and the faithful wife who submits to her husband by saying that this mystery This mystery of a man and a woman living together till death do them part is a mystery that refers to Christ and the church. And so we often take what we know about a husband or a wife and then apply that to Jesus to learn something about him. But today, let us take what we know to be true of Jesus, the church's head, whose self-sacrificial love is that which he freely gives to his bride, the church, regardless of whether or not she is. That is, we have any merit or worthiness in us. I mean, week after week, we come to the divine service, confessing our sins. And there Jesus is, our faithful husband, to wrap us up in the arms of his holy absolution, to assure us that his blood continues to be the blood that atones for all our sins. That is the love of Jesus, the faithful husband in whom we learn what it means to be a husband, And the church receives this grace with thanksgiving, shouts a hearty amen, and then sings a hymn of praise for what she has received from her husband, Jesus the Christ. And so it is that the mystery of marriage that refers to Christ and the church is revealed and redeemed and even restored in Christ. The burdens which came with the curse in Genesis 3, where the work of a man and woman would now be difficult and burdened on this side of the new creation, are lifted when we see what it is that the church is submitting to, for there is no burden in being loved by Christ. And you can be certain that Christ never tires of loving his bride. Now, consider anew what it means for a husband and wife to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. It means that the husband is called to love his wife as Christ loved the church. He is to set her apart from all other women and heap upon her love and devotion And when she falls short, he is to forgive her, not once or twice or even seven times, you see, but day after day until death parts him from her, for in that way he fulfills his duty and as husband loves her like Christ. And the wife? Well, she does what the church does. She submits to her husband and receives the love he gives, and in thanksgiving for that love she honors him as the church honors Christ. This mystery is profound indeed. And while every husband and wife has fallen short of his or her calling, thanks be to God, Jesus has not. He continues to love us, sinful husbands and wives, men, women, and children that we are. For all of this stuff about marriage is given so that we would know the love which Jesus has for his own bride, the church. That's you and me. In the name of Jesus, Amen.